previously on my best friend's journal. Maybe we tried to kiss or something, and I was like, no, no. <laughs> so many stories of you bailing from potential hookups in this journal. Um, you brought him home, got super high, and had good sex. So, does this get to happen for a while? Should we expect to see more of E? Oh, expect nothing from me. Did you say that to rhyme on purpose? No, but hey. I realize in hindsight I was very, like, very depressed in this time period. Notice there's no, there's no mention at all about goodbyes to to anyone the dogs to pay in syracuse my jaw just dropped <laughs> michael <laughs> my dignity well, has no price actually it doesn't it's pretty cheap <laughs> why'd you get i hung out with i did not get butt fucked i haven't been butt fucked in a very long time um throat but... fucked however <laughs> uh... <laughs> Five years ago he got a book to hold my private thoughts And now we're gonna take a peek, grab a drink or smoke some pot Your private thoughts read aloud, how does that make you feel? I don't remember what I wrote, this shit might get too real Nothing here is sacred, I'm haunted by my past it's called my best friend's journal. Let's start this damn podcast. Let's sing this name a little longer first. It's someone's favorite podcast. Yes, and the world's greatest podcast. Oprah's favorite podcast. Hello. Hi. Welcome to my best friend's journal, Mike. Thank you so much. Welcome to my best friend's journal, Cam. Oh, thank you so much. What is going on in the chaos of your life? Well, first of all, that was the sweetest, most earnest welcome we've ever had. There was no name calling. It was all gentle. We didn't scream at each other. It's very out of character. Oh, sorry. Hey, cut breath. There we go. <laughs> now it feels like home. <laughs> and I do mean because my dad used to call me cum breath all the time. <laughs> God, what a monster that man was. Mm -hmm. May he rest. Um, well, what's going on in your chaotic life, friend? It's a terrible <laughs> habit you have. <laughs> He's alive. Cam says that about everyone that we are no longer... May he rest like in our thoughts. We're no longer speaking about them. That person's still alive. <laughs> what's going on in the chaos that is my life? Well, my friend, I am, I am living in shambles right now. My apartment is toe up. I have... I'm looking at like maybe four boxes. From the flow up? From the flow up, yeah. It is toe up from the mm -hmm. flow up and not from the ceiling down. It'd be really hard to tape my cardboard boxes to the ceiling and really inconvenient. <laughs> um, got a few bins packed. I have most of my kitchen stuff packed. I'm like right in the middle where I still need some things um, to use for the next couple days before I officially move out of my uh -huh. Philadelphia apartment. Um, but I also don't have a ton of free time, so I just kind of want to get it done, but we're, we are on the way. And, um, speaking of, this is my very last recording from this apartment. Oh my God. It's kind of, it's kind of a, the end of an era. I mean, it's the end of a lot of eras at yeah. the moment, but you know, in your, in your podcast closet. Yeah. The end of my sweet little podcast closet. But you know what? I've recorded, we have recorded in so many places now. It doesn't re I have no like emotional mm. attachment to where we record. We've figured it out where we needed to figure it out. Yeah, that's fair enough. You are in my least favorite part of the move where like you you have to start like taking things off shelves. You have to like boxes everywhere, but you can't like you're not like 
the night before where you can just shove everything in yep. boxes and tape them shut. So everything is just open and chaotic and you don't know where anything is mm-hmm. and you want to put things away, but you're like, I'm going to need this in two days. So mm-hmm. it has to stay out. Um, yeah, that's enough to, to drive one towards madness. But um, the end is in sight. You are days away from moving. It is in sight. Um, and we'll get there. Yeah, it's a, the challenge really is that I have like a lot of stops along the way. So I'm currently packing my bags for Florida, but first I have to go to Albany and then I have to go to New York. So like, it's just a challenge, but you know what? Nobody cares about my packing was everybody universally understands packing and moving is just the worst. We get it. Uh, I can't think of anything more boring for the folks to, to hear about. So Cam, what's going on with you? <laughs> I will never get tired of hearing you refer to all our listeners as the folks, just always the folks. Um, the fo- <laughs> Listen up folks. Um, you know what? My life is pretty chaotic as well. Uh, I'm not moving or anything. Thank God for once. Um, but uh, work has all of a sudden really blown up for me. It's gotten very busy. We've signed a couple new jobs, one really big one that required me to go to Southern California at last minute's notice last week. So um, I'm just trying to, you know, uh, hold down the fort, stay sane, trying to uh, keep my like, I don't know, keep my head on straight as we as we grow this small business, uh, which is also not super exciting to talk about on a podcast. that's <laughs> usually about, you know, your sexcapades and your hole. Um, but it's, <laughs> it's just rarely uh, about my hole. It's just that when it is about my hole, it's like heavily featured. <laughs> it's, it's like really about your hole. <laughs> um, yeah. So so it's just, you know, life is just a little crazy, which has really been exacerbated by the fact that it's the holidays, which is always, you know, the craziest time. So I'm 100% ignoring the holidays. I don't have time. Like nobody's getting gifts. I expect no gifts. I have no, like, I can't even think about it for a second. Um, I'll really regret that around Christmas time, but maybe I'll just go to Disneyland and it's going to be fine. Listen, congratulations on your big job. I'm very happy for you. Thank you. Um, what kind of big job is it? Uh, rim. Rim. Rim, rim, rim. Not a foot job. Not a heel job. <laughs> <laughs> no it's i mean it's a big like uh, uh renovation and new build project so oh, it's wow. going to be very busy hopefully for a couple of years um Fuck. so just just starting to scratch the surface and uh and and start planning for it but it's uh, it's a big one kind of fell out of the sky right into our laps and we are grateful but busy well, we love to hear it, and it's a it's a real good time to be wrapping this baby up. By that, you do mean putting on a condom. <laughs> yeah, I'm so excited about your job that I just have to go fuck something. <laughs> oh. uh, I was watching Yellowstone the other day, and one of the farmhands was talking about how he was in prison for seven years. He's like, you're lucky I don't drill a hole in the side of this barn and take it for a ride. I was like, oh, oh God. No. Please don't fuck the barn. <laughs> well, speaking of fucking the barn, I've got a gayest moment of the week for you. <laughs> oh, great. Okay. What did you drill a hole in and fuck? Um, I actually, a watermelon again. <laughs> grapefruit this time. I mean, ooh, ow! People talk about that, but it feels stingy. You know, it's acidic. People talk about that. Who talks about fucking citrus? About fucking a grapefruit? Never in my life have I heard that. I've heard in the conversation. <laughs> I love referring to everything as the conversation nowadays. Who are you talking to? <laughs> I feel like I've heard this. I'm looking it up. Hold on. Okay. Okie dokie. <laughs> well, a very quick Google uh, led me to Men's Health of All Places, where the article title is, I did it. I got a grapefruit blowjob. Here's everything you need to know about the experience. And then it has two pictures of before and after. And I got to tell you, it's just as vulgar and, and upsetting as you might hope. <laughs> oh, my God. Send me that link. Did that grapefruit t- really go for a ride? Um, that grapefruit will never be the same. That grapefruit looks a lot like what I experienced in episode 14. <laughs> you don't bounce back from that. <laughs> um, Cam, can you can you read to us the experience of a 
of a grapefruit blowjob. I mean, it's long, so here's an excerpt. Once the courageous participant arrived, we got down to it quickly. I put a towel down on my bed and laid over it. They got on their knees and sucked for a few seconds. Once I was hard, they slowly pushed the grapefruit down to the base of my penis. That first push was everything. The meat of the grapefruit slowly expands as it's pushed around your dick, and it feels really tight, not to mention all the juices that start flowing out during the initial push. Within seconds, my penis was covered in grapefruit juice, and it was everywhere, on my testicles, dripping down my butt crack, everywhere. In a way, simulating getting a sloppy blowjob, which I love— so I was very much here for it. Once the grapefruit was firmly in position, they began sucking my head while rotating the grapefruit around my base. They also moved the grapefruit up and down my shaft, which worked wonders. It didn't take long for me to finish in my partner's mouth. As I did, they kept stroking my penis with the grapefruit. And let me tell you, that felt real nice. Okay, I'm going to have to cut you off. (laughs) (laughs) Really let that go on for a while. He does go on to say that nothing burned afterwards, so... Congratulations. Well, I do want to I want to point out this paragraph down here about the health. He says prior to trying this grapefruit BJ, which by the way, I did not expect it, there to be another person involved, so my mistake. Uh-huh. Um, he said he asked a, a urologist about it and the urologist said rubbing the skin or the juice on one's penis probably won't hurt. However, grapefruit does contain a small amount of citric acid in which can cause burning or discomfort if there is a cut, scrape or recent razor burn. Okay, so I guess there's not much risk of it going inside the tip. Well, I don't but, know. You know, you. I bet it would burn. You know how, like, if you get soap in the tip, that how that feels. I bet it would really. That's what hurt I imagine too. Juice right in your tippity tip tip. Um. Well, you could try this, but for you, you would just need a grape. <laughs> it's generous, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> I did it. I got a grape blowjob. The Michael Wessel story. Got a lot of story titles on here. Um, <laughs> I no, I did not fuck a uh, a wall or a watermelon or a grapefruit. Coming mm-hmm. way back to my gayest moment of the week. Um, oh yeah, I I uh, did you fuck a face? Something like that. I mean, exactly that. Oh, so, <laughs> <laughs> so here's what happened. I have been uh, a very fucking busy and very overwhelmed, and b avoiding mm-hmm. anything and everything that could possibly get me sick. And you know how I love to get sick after a hookup. Um, I have, mm-hmm. I don't know, my, my tonsils are homophobic. They love to collect anything from, nope, from other gay men. No, we're not talking about your gross tonsils. <laughs> that's, I'm just saying, that's where I'm leaving it. But that's why <laughs> I'm being I'm being cautious and I haven't hooked up with anyone until I open Grindr. Just, you know, mostly it's just fun to scroll and look around. And uh, somebody messaged me who lives very close to me and was like, hey, I hope this isn't strange. I would love to swallow your load. Don't want any reciprocation. Don't want anything else. I just really, I would love you to um, fuck my face and get out of here. <laughs> I was like, you know, I will take you up on that. And I did. And it was a perfect little, like, relaxation, stress relief. On the one hand, it sounds kind of, it sounds one-sided to most. But this is what makes it a particularly gay moment other than the, you know, gay sexual act. Is that it's a very gay thing for this whole situation to happen. I don't I don't know heteros that are like, I would love to, like, do you know many women? I'm, I know they exist. I just don't know many that are like, come over, come in my mouth and get the fuck out of here. Like, this guy did not want to orgasm himself. He was like, I'm going to use this to jerk uh-huh. off with later. Like, he it is a very, uh-huh. like, bottom energy thing that seems very exclusively yeah. gay. He gets off by pleasing other people. Yeah. yeah. And there's, that's true of a lot of genders and orientations. There, there are p- probably plenty of people that... that 
feel that way, but I do feel like it's very easy for gay men to ask for that because it's like a, um, I, I don't know. It's, it's very accepted that a lot of the time people are either very dominant or very submissive in gay sex. And certainly not all the time, but it's like, it's just as common as, you know, someone who's into leather or someone who mm-hmm. is like exclusively a, a top. Like it's, you know, they like giving pleasure. They want to suck your dick. Great. Let them. And um, it was, uh, so easy and so nice and so comfortable, which is, you know, I gotta say, every grinder hookup I've ever had has been pretty, pretty comfortable. Like you know what you're getting into. You chat the details beforehand. Mm-hmm. Everyone's like down to earth, real chill people. Like I haven't come across the, uh, I don't know, skeeziness I might I might have expected before I actually started partaking in grinder. You might have a good like skeeziness radar. You know, like uh, people people have a, a way of turning you off in the chat to make it so you'll never you were never gonna hook up with them anyway. You know, so like if you That's if true. you chat enough, people can can typically like out themselves as either creepy or um or someone that you don't want to hook up with. But like, if you're getting decent vibes from the chat, some people are, are good at pulling the wool over your eyes, but not usually most of the time creeps are creepy in chat as they are in person. Yeah. I think you can, you can do some good filtering just by reading the messages and chatting a little bit before you go to anyone's home. Anyway, mm-hmm. that is my like true blue gayest moment. Uh, it was a lovely stress relief. How about you? Anything gay you want to shout from the rooftops? This past week, I'd love to tell you, I got hot, and sweaty with a bunch of men in the same room together, scantily clad, I started doing hot yoga again. <laughs> and it was so... I don't, I don't care for what you bury the lead. <laughs> <laughs> I know you don't. It was certainly my gayest moment of the week, though, because there I w- went down to Denver to go to yoga with one of my girlfriends, um, and it was core power, where they like heat the room. It's not like Bikram yoga, but it's, it's still heated to like almost 100 degrees, and it was really warm in there, and like I didn't realize, I'd never done core power before, I didn't realize how hot it was, and so like I walk in, and hot. every dude is shirtless. Like, there's not a shirt to be seen. It's like, oh, that's how this is gonna go. And all these guys kept coming in, and... Coming in your what? <laughs> <laughs> My open palm as I laid there in Shavasana. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, imagine like the lamest gangbang. Can we say gangbang? <laughs> I think we can. <laughs> just like lying down, you're not involved at all, your palm is just open and just covered in a mound of drying semen. Anywho, <laughs> what actually happened? <laughs> Uh, it was just the sweatiest, hottest I've been with a group of men in the same place in a very long time. Uh, my girlfriend on the next mat over kept like making eyes at me like, oh my God, these like very hot dudes. I mean, there was, it was a packed ass room, like very, very close, much closer quarters than I was comfortable with them, honest, uh, due to COVID-19 oh, and everyone sure. breathing deeply. Forgot about that pandemic. Heated room. <laughs> yeah, forgot about that. I was like, oh shit, this is why I haven't done this in two years. I thought you were talking about like farts and smells at first like a little too close i smelled everyone uh, uh-huh. did people smell anywho um i mean the, i'm sure the room didn't smell very good it was not a, something that i noticed at all while i was in there it was it was really really good yoga it was um it was very restorative i've started doing that on um sunday mornings like when i'm when i can um i will find yoga somewhere to go do it's a, a nice it's my version of church you know it's a way to be quiet to still my mind to get ready for the next week to do a little of mm. a little bit of self-care i love that so much and if there happens to be some sweaty ass eye candy on the mat in front of me even better i truly love that i love i love your ability to like you know, find the moments you need amongst the chaos. You're very good at that. You are a very busy man. You are all over the place all the time, but you always squeeze in. You get your workout in. You still eat right. You do. You find the things that are going to keep you grounded and sane. And that is 
not very easy. Not everyone can do that. And I appreciate that about you. Well, it is something that I strive for. As I've gotten older, I realize that like life doesn't, you know how there's, there's all these memes about, you know, being an adult is pretty much just saying uh, n- next week, things won't be quite as busy. And you know, until you die, <laughs> I, um, I'm is, adult. That's me <laughs> <laughs> very much like it, but I, I like being busy. I think it's an exciting way to live life. I like to, you know, um, like take on as much as I can, but um, when I just like let chaos reign, I'm not a healthy person. I'm not, I'm not happy. I'm not nice to people. I'm not nice to myself. Um, mm-hmm. so I realized that I need to carve out that little bit of time every day, whatever it is to, to move my body, to quiet my mind, to, to hold your hand out and take as many loads as possible. Yeah. 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 Uh, Shavasana Bukaki. Bukakana. <laughs> Oh, shut up. Okay. (laughs) Um, Hey, before we get into the journal, do you have any... No, I really mean it this time. Do you have any content to recommend to me, particularly? Fuck the listeners. I want to know what I can listen to on my... What's going to turn into a 17-hour drive home in the truck I'm renting in a couple days because Lord knows I will not be going above 25 miles an hour. So give me the audiobook I need to get me through. I'd like everyone to know that it is a five-hour drive between <laughs> Philadelphia and Mike's hometown. So 17 hours is dramatic. It's not going to take me that long. I'm just kidding. But I do need something to listen to because I just finally finished The Heart's Invisible Furies, which is exciting for no one because I've been talking about it for months. But it's done, and now I need a new book. It's exciting for me because I am so happy that you now have completed that wonderful, wonderful book. And congratulations. It was the delightful um well first of all you need to download a mortal's new book but i think you want to oh, read that right i want to read that to it. i want to yeah, yeah i want to savor um, that i i think you should savor it i think that's one that's like beautiful to read the words on the page um there's a really fun trilogy that the third book just came out um that i think that you would really like um it is the montague siblings trilogy by Mackenzie lee the first book is the gentleman's guide to vice and virtue um and it is it's really just um it's kind of like ya but a little bit more mature than that and some of the themes it's um it's very well narrated by this delightful British guy. The first book is pretty much about a gay youth in the British aristocracy who is completely like disowned by his father because he is like a gay like cad who's going out all the time. <laughs> you and, cad. And <laughs> you cad. That's the second time cad has come up in two days. So sorry. I just got all my music really? for the cruise ship and my character description for one of the shows is called a cad. And I was like, who says cad anymore? And apparently you do. You say cad. <laughs> <laughs> Only when referring to old timey things. Um, But yeah, it's a cute book. It's like pretty low stakes, very funny, like very um, charmingly written. I think that you would like it. It's fun to listen to. There are three siblings in this family and each book, uh, one sibling is the protagonist. So um, it's it's, it's Hmm. pretty delightful. I think that you would enjoy. So uh, download it, listen to it. Let me know. This is going to piss you off, but I I think I probably want like a nonfiction for for my drive home. I think... (laughs) I'll put that on my uh, list for, I, I believe I'm going to have a 10 hour, quor- 10 hour, I wish, I believe I'm going to have a 10 day quarantine. Um, so I will need all the content, but I do think I'm, mm-hmm. because I just finished such a wonderful lush fiction mm-hmm. audiobook, I would like something, um, nonfiction, but I don't know what yet. Okay. I mean, I can, I can rise to that challenge. Uh, have you ever read Educated by Tara Westover? No, and I have you've mentioned it before and I've seen it on lots of lists. That's a good one. It's it's really good. I think that you would you'd really like it. I re-listened to it recently. It's kind of like a long form podcast because it's nonfiction. She's talking about her life. It's fascinating. The narrator is one of my favorite narrators. She reads a lot of very popular books, a few that I've listened to, and she always does a great job. Um I think that you would love it. Uh J- something Waylon is the is the narrator. Anyway, oh. listen to it. Whalen's also the name of the of the music school I went to at Ithaca College, the Whalen School for Music. Oh, great. <laughs> <laughs> Whalen is also a hobby where you harpoon whales. Um, 
<laughs> We're going whaling. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, I don't have any fucking content because I've been doing nothing but packing and editing these podcasts. Um, mm-hmm. I have a content recommendation. This fucking podcast. Go back and start from square one. <laughs> Uh, yeah. All right. Well, um, maybe next week you'll have a recommendation. Maybe you will have seen a movie. Who knows? Who knows? In the meantime, want to get into that journal? I would love nothing more. No, it's not true. I would rather have. I'd rather have a bunch of strangers come into my palm. <laughs> all right. Mm-mm. All right. It's October twenty second. Now, uh, keeping the first bit. I want everyone to know you're natural. <laughs> Natural tendencies. <laughs> um, could you tell us where we were last episode or two episodes ago? Last week was Amy and Gabriella. So last time in the journal was like peak of my depression. I think my dad had called me from prison asking me to convince my mom not to divorce him, which was bonkers. Kind of sent me spiraling. I also went to California where I got to go beyond the prices, right? Which was thrilling. It was a real roller coaster of an episode. Um, what else happened? Oh, I think we ended with me at. One of my friend's weddings. I think we did. All right. Well, on the 22nd of October, um, you had a good time at the wedding. So good that you almost ghosted the hotel is what you wrote. But Gabriella caught me. Oh, I always feel awkward that- with goodbyes. <laughs> <laughs> I so, wrote I always so, feel awkward with goodbyes. Yeah. Yeah. You wrote I always feel awkward with goodbyes. So what? You just tried to sneak down the back stairs? I, it was like, you know, the day after a wedding when everyone has like kind of breakfast and leaves. Um, and I think yeah. I was just trying to <laughs> just walk out of there. I, there was a lot of people. I thought maybe I could get away with it. Um, I don't know, man. You were it's... there with like your best friends though. You I didn't know. even think to say goodbye. You I know. Twat. I was so stressed. <laughs> I don't like, I think it was all part of like my mind space at this time. It was, everything uh-huh. felt hard. It was, it felt too, like too much to go say goodbye to everyone. I don't know. It just, it just yeah. really stressed me out. I was literally out outside, like waiting for an Uber and Gabriella <laughs> legit caught me. She was like, are you, are you trying to just like ghost everyone right now? And I was like, no, I just, uh, my, ooh, uh, my ride might be, <laughs> I think she was like, get the fuck back inside and go say goodbye to everyone. <laughs> uh, she's a good friend. That. You need that. You need those kind of friends in your life. Yeah. That's, um, it's a very, very, that's my character flaw. One of many. <laughs> my toxic, what, what do we call them? Toxic personality traits. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's one of mine. Is that you don't say goodbye to people. I ghost my best friends. Uh-huh. uh-huh. <laughs> well, you took a train back to the city. Um, Chipotle and then practice, which didn't feel great. Oh, for um, your improv team. Uh, okay, so there's a guy here who we've called a bunch of different things over over the years. Um, he's one of those threesome guys. Uh, we're calling him E, I believe. He's my good friends with bands, right? Yeah, yeah, friends with Ben's. He canceled on you for a Jay Brandon concert, so... Oh, and you couldn't find anyone else, so you went alone, cried a lot at my general loneliness, Oh God. watched Depression episode of Broad City, and it spoke to me. Great oh, concert, though. Jesus Christ. <laughs> we left this behind in last episode. Um, <laughs> you I... did... Oh, sorry, there's more. You, you, you said, I feel like Alana, maybe I just need to be medicated if I'm sick to get back to my old optimistic jokey charming self oh i'm so charming i love that i wrote that about myself um (laughs) in the depths of my despair i'll still be like maybe i just need to get back to my beautiful charming self um i looking back don't think i was like clinically depressed or like medically depressed i think it was circumstantial i think it was just a lot catching up to me i don't think that's the kind of depression i mean maybe i'm wrong maybe a therapist would advise different but from this vantage point it seems like it was just a lot at once. I don't know that um, 
medication would have helped in that circumstance because I don't think it was a hormonal thing, you know, but maybe yeah. it would have, who yeah. knows. Um, uh, I mean, I'm no expert. I can't really weigh in on that, but I, it makes sense to me the way you explain it. I do remember being so fucking bummed at that. I was like, it, he, it, I just needed a little heads up, just like he gave me an hour notice or something. And I'm like, if I could have just gone with a friend, it would have been fun. Yeah. Like that that's, is, that's pretty shitty when someone's, when you're going to go to a concert with someone like you're, you're robbing them of that experience too, because no one's going to be able to come at that late, like at that late of notice, you know, and it's Jay Brannon who's already depressing and folky. And it was yeah. at Joe's pub, which is like an intimate venue. It's like, you're at little tables with, it's like two person tables. So I'm sitting alone and it, it felt being by myself was like very highlighted there. And I'm, already like not in a good place it just was a kind of perfect storm of bad mm-hmm. i mean what is gayer than crying by yourself at a jay brandon concert i mean butt sex i guess <laughs> maybe i mean maybe, maybe not, not. yeah i guess <laughs> butt sex to or to... butt sex while crying and listening to jay brandon would be gay i suppose <laughs> <laughs> as long as it's butt sex with another man all right um october 23rd you said 10 a.m. musical improv practice with your whole team. I love it so much. Oh, great. Cool. Um, and then Sam and Aaron came to Blossom. Ah, damn it. And I told <laughs> Sam about current crisis of career, identity, personal life, depression, etc. Oh. You don't say how she responded to Here that. Here you go, but Sam. You did tell her. Here's all my baggage. Could you hold this for a while? <laughs> Welcome to dinner. Thank God for good friends, but still, fuck, give him a break. It's a lot for someone to sit through. Uh-huh. Um... On the 24th, um, I'm very happy to see this. You wrote proud underlined of myself for writing three sketches this morning, feeling happier these past couple of days. It's nice to see that you're proud of yourself about something and not, I don't know, wallowing sounds so dismissive, but not like, you know, underneath it all. Um, You did have to go to work. Oh, no. Oh, I hate you so much. Oh, God. What? Should go over the dogs to pay stuff for tomorrow, but I don't care. (laughs) <laughs> so that fucking shit show horror fest hasn't ended yet. Wow. Uh, there, uh. I do remember something vaguely Christmassy at some point. So once we hit a Christmassy dogs to pay thing, that's the official end. Um, I don't think I'm traveling. It's October twenty fourth. This, 24th. this oh. is a Halloween show, and you are traveling for it. You're going to JFK the next day. Oh, yes. wow. I <laughs> he man, somebody go back and shake <laughs> that kid. You know what? Slap um, this kid. All right. So uh, October twenty fifth. You worked on improv and you were really happy with it. You went from class to JFK. You had an easy flight. Your your producer picked you up not wearing a fedora, which somehow makes me hate the dogs to pay less. <laughs> have you That's hysterical? Uh-huh. Have you never seen him outside of his I fedora stand situation? By that. Um This man constantly had a fedora on like all the t- I think he slept in the fedora. I almost never saw him without the fedora on. And I it was just, I don't know why it angered me so much. I think fedora is just the worst of all hats. So to see it all the time is just like uh-huh. a constant small annoyance. But it also feels like he's, uh-huh. it's like symbolic of, of the decade he's trapped in, of like his glory days yes. of the dog's toupee. Uh-huh. Um, it's like a 2005 shtick. You're like, yes, bitch, uh, move on. Yeah, I do remember being like relieved to not see the fedora. I was like, oh, Okay. Whew. Thank God. <laughs> That's so funny. Uh, you said you rehearsed in Milwaukee uh, and Blanche is awful as always. You said annoyed sleeping on the ground in the cold with the dog wandering. Typical. But excuse me. Uh, had a twin blow up mattress in the producer's house or apartment. 
And uh, the dog was like this cute, but like 14 year old senior, half blind, half deaf dog that just would like get up scared in the middle of the night and like walk around. I was like, come on, man. Bump into your air mattress. Yes. <laughs> I was like, fuck. <laughs> I love dogs, but not right now. Um, I think we've already hit rock bottom of the degrading nature of all of these dogs to pay experiences. So I don't think anyone's surprised by this. <laughs> no. And it continues. It doesn't get better on October 26th. Dogs to pay at a middle school. You flew from New York to go perform at a middle school in the Midwest. I mean, great coffee. The thing s- is he paid like he, I know he paid I, pretty well. We I, have, we have been here before so many times I could spit. <laughs> you said great coffee and lunch at the on only cafe in town. Sh- spit in my mouth. Show was a mess as expected. Crazy key for party in the USA. Absurd looking choreo. Slept on the <laughs> producer's floor and road middle. This is why I hate this shit. Uh, <laughs> I was already singing party in the USA just about at the top of my range because it's a Miley song and somebody blew the wrong fucking thing or Blanche chose a random key or whatever and all of a sudden I'm singing Party in the USA higher than Miley does and I was like this is fucking terrible <laughs> I like I, it was I almost stopped on stage and just was like next but I, I powered through um, I really should have I think it would have been better for everyone uh-huh. and less awkward honestly if I had just stopped and said we're gonna skip uh-huh. this one great <laughs> <laughs> crazy key absurd looking choreo um the 27th of october you had a dogs to pay gig at a christian school dinner uh uptown uptown funk was a mess but the rest was usual uh, so the rest was also a mess <laughs> drinks with your friend chris at the hotel bar blanche joined and took 30 minutes to order as usual happy to not sleep on the producer's floor <laughs> thank god for small miracles uh let's see here on the 28th flight home from chicago almost missed your flight wrong terminal three times and two times through security oh god oh my god took a nap and then you had to go close at work oh no murder me murder me dead you said uh (laughs) busy busy but busy helps me avoid thinking about dad and getting depressed so you'd rather be going through the three wrong terminals in O'Hare and going through security multiple times. That was brutal. That's yeah, no shit. It was. I it was. I think the only t- maybe one of two times where I cut people online. I was like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I have to go. And I like ran through. Mm-hmm. I was like, it's my second time. I, I've already been through security. <laughs> it's <was> a lot. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, why is that man weeping? Um, October 29th. You had practices for both of your um, improv teams. Both were great. Feeling good about improv again and ready to apply to advanced. Uh, You met some guy that you were apparently trying to hook up with because you said smoked and kissed a little, but was either too high or lost interest in sex with him. Went home. He was the guy I was sexting with from California. um, And I mentioned that I was like, we started to hook up. We started to kiss. And I was like, no. So that's why I guess. (laughs) The number of hookups you pulled the plug on. (laughs) That's exactly what you said last time, too, but you can't count this one twice. It's the same one. (laughs) (laughs) October 30th. Happy birthday, Mom. Happy birthday, Mom, you little Scorpio baby. Um, (laughs) Improv makes you happy. October 31st. I didn't uh, wish my mom a happy birthday or make her a cake or send her a gift or anything. No, no, you wrote about your grades. You got an improv, and I'm skipping it. Okay. Um, The 31st. Let's see here. Oh, missed Greyhound, so took Megabus to Albany for mom's B-Day, got her flowers and dinner. Oh, well, there we go. A little late, but better than nothing. November 1st, uh, sketch and work. November 2nd, grocery shopped. Feels so nice to have food. 
Um, you smoked and watched Shameless. You said you've been really happy. I avoid thinking of dad. Well, that'll do it. Except for that moment where I write about it. <laughs> uh, put that in that little box. Close that box. Tape it up and keep that in the back of your mind. November 3rd. You laundry and deep cleaned for a few hours. Um, about to meet Amy and a bunch of friends. Uh, oh, about to meet. And then you did meet at H&M Columbus Circle. Uh, you went to Blockheads. So much fun. Good night. Glad to have gotten work covered. Is this the night we all went to Waitress? Oh, that's that word that's scribbled in there. Yes, Waitress. Ah, that's with Sam, too. It was like one of those fun nights where I mixed a couple groups of friends. We all went to see Waitress with Sarah Bareilles and Jason Mraz. It was fun. Um, November 4th, you worked brunch, but you got your nighttime covered because you hate doubles. You went to Whole Foods with another one of your friends. Um, Currently looking for old fuck buddies to fuck tonight, but no avail. (laughs) (laughs) Old fuck buddies to fuck tonight. That is is their job. You know what I've learned? Um, If you... It's very difficult to find that kind of sex in the moment uh, on a whim. You know what I mean? These things mm-hmm. need to be like mm-hmm. a little bit planned or you're going to be disappointed. Uh-huh. Although when that when that does happen, it's delightful. Like that uh, that one guy that you happened to message uh, when you were near his house in New York and he oh, was yeah. hooked up in Southern California. And it just worked out and it was delightful and familiar. That was bonkers. I was staying with our friend Aaron and... Uh, I was like, hey. Fucked in her bed. You live not in her bed. We went to his place. I was like, do you live in New York now? And he was like, yeah. You want to come over and rail me? I was like, sure. (laughs) It's great. I sure do. Take you for the ride of your life, baby. Bye. November 5th, you rented a car, which was a nightmare, to get to Connecticut for a dog's toupee gig. I rented a car myself to go Mm -hmm. drive to this. Okay. 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 Keep going. (laughs) You picked up a girl and you said she's great. So I guess Blanche isn't coming because there's one girl in the show, right? Uh, there's a whole a whole roster of people that have been in and around the dog's toupee. This is a different okay. woman who's done it before. She's filling in for this gig. And the difference between her and Blanche is like catastrophic. She was delightful, like both personality and musicianship. She had like perfect pitch, a gorgeous voice. I was like, wow, where were you for every other gig before this? Uh-huh. <laughs> You're like, oh, maybe I will go back on tour. Um, well, you said she's great. She has the same position as you on um, Dog's Toupee, so she also fucking hates it, apparently. And she's liberal, exclamation point. You raced back after a messy show for an improv show uh, at Name of a Bar. Great. You said, producer, oh. peed in a bottle on the way, and it was vile. I sang long time running to distract. Uh-huh. A producer peed in a bottle and that's sexual assault i'm pretty sure yeah remember moments ago minutes ago when i was like we've already we've already hit rock bottom with the dog's toupee what more could we say well turns out it wasn't rock bottom um so i only agreed to do this gig um if he promised that i'd be done in time to come back for an improv show later or something i was like i have this commitment i need to do it he was like i promise you'll be back mm-hmm. i will drive you myself i was like great no problem so of course, we're late because nothing ever works the way it's supposed to in those situations. We are driving back. We cannot stop. He won't stop. Um, then we're stuck in traffic or something. I don't remember the, all the circumstances, but I do remember that he had to pee so badly that he grabbed an empty bottle from his car um, and was like, sorry, I have to do it, and just started peeing in the bottle with me in the front seat next to him. I was re pulsed i opened the window was he driving while he was driving no oh no oh Oh, my my god God. i opened the window and started belting long train running because it was just like it's in the it was in the set so i it was on top of my mind i knew a lot of lyrics to it because i could not hear was it was was there anyone else in the back seat no just me and him oh that that is 
you could absolutely sue him for whipping out his dick, the person who hired you on a gig. That is outrageous behavior. You have to know better. You have to know better. I wouldn't take that from my husband. (laughs) Uh, Just thought the image of that is a a whole Uh, different situation. It'd be very funny. Just me Um, screaming at him as we go down the road. That would would not be okay. What is the... I mean, that is 100% unacceptable, but what is the other option? Like, is it better to pee your pants? Uh, maybe. Maybe it's it is. It's better to stop and pee on the side of the road. Uh, we Risk ad- risk getting a ticket. Yeah. Okay. Uh, that's what we should. It was New York, so it's tough. Yeah, it's tough, but there are shoulders on most of those roads. You pee, you open a door so children aren't going to see your dick, and it's shielded, and you, and you just hope that a cop doesn't come by and give you a ticket for peeing on the side of the road. It was so bad, man. That is such a disgusting thing to do. It was, it is. and you know what? I bet he was wearing his fedora. You know what's more disgusting? What? The fact that this was not a Christmas show, so you go back on tour with him at some point. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <sighs> All right, so I cannot believe Moving we're right the knee fuck deep in the dog's toupee. We were tired this. I, I know. I, I can't believe it either. I'm about to light this journal on fire, but we only have two more episodes after today, so I can I can wait two weeks. Okay. But it, it, it will be being burnt. <laughs> uh, all right. November 6th, saw Lady Bird with your friend Nick at Lincoln Center with a free movie pass. Congratulations. Remember movie pass? I heard they're bringing it back. Really? Yeah. It was... the, the defunct, bankrupt company that is movie pass? Yeah, it was so fun. I, I took such advantage of it. I saw so many movies with it. It was great. It was like 10 bucks a month yeah, on the movies. You're the reason that they went. Like, <laughs> they why went. would you not? That, that was the deal yeah. they promised. Yeah, of I, course. Th- that was. Yeah, I know. It's not your fault they had a failing business model. November 7th, nothing. November 8th, bunch of sketch. And then you apparently hooked up with a guy named from Grinder. No, you can't use names. (laughs) Oh, but I like to. (laughs) It makes you panic. (laughs) Um, Well, I know this guy and he has kind of a reputation because he's an up and coming drag queen with a great name. And I can't say it because it's um, obvious. (laughs) Oh, what is it? (laughs) That's amazing. Yeah. Love that. Okay. Fun story. This is my very first ever grinder hookup. Oh, that is a fun first story. Uh, especially because we were just talking about your grinder hookups of late. Yeah, this one was a little awkward. Um, not okay. it, just awkward because I, it was new to me and I think relatively new to him. And then he was a little, um, I remember him like name dropping people. He's like, I know this guy and this guy. And I was like, I don't care at all. Um, and it was a little, uh, uh-huh. <laughs> I don't know. And then on his way out, he was like, thanks for that thick load. <laughs> thick. <laughs> Other words he said. Thick load? Yeah. I was like, you're welcome. Where'd you put it? Where did I put the load? Uh-huh. My mother listens to this podcast. <laughs> you you said that someone wanted to guzzle your load at the beginning of this podcast, and you admitted to letting him do so. so. I did not say guzzle. That are, Those are words you have added. Um, <laughs> Sorry. Swallow. Swallow your load. A quick pump and dump, if you will. Oh my goodness! You think my any chance my mom stops listening just for the last couple episodes? Maybe. Also, how dare you blame me when you just said that you bestowed upon this gentleman a thick load, no, so thick and delightful I didn't say that, that he. That. <laughs> yes, you did. I mean, he. Yes, I told you that he said, uh, "Thanks for the thick load." I didn't say, <laughs> and then I bestowed upon him my thickest of loads, Sir Cameron. <laughs> one one might infer that he wouldn't say thank you for the thick load if you gave him but a drizzle this this was like good no a butt drizzle a, a good old old-fashioned soaking so i, I just want to know uh where'd you put it that's all lower back no face, where where tits. might you 
most recognize the texture of a load. Oh, sure, sure. Yeah, down down his throat. <laughs> You've never understood something more clearly. It's like, oh, yeah, sure, sure, sure. <laughs> you would have oh. also noticed if you glooped big old ropes of cum onto his chest. That's all I'm saying. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right, November 9th. Um, not a lot. Uh, November 10th. Uh, you met Miles to go over songs. Who's Miles? Coworker. Um, on the 11th of November, considering an MFA in creative writing at Hunter. Cool, cool, I cool. could write without a degree, but I need to impose deadlines on myself, which school would do. Um, yeah, nothing like deadlines, like a hundred grand of debt to make you feel really good about it. November 12th, busy but great day. Happy to have something to show for being in NYC beyond waiting tables. You did a reading of As If with your friend Nick. You had a great improv practice. You had another improv practice. Now it's just time to write more. You were mad at first that your subletter's friends were there without him, but then you enjoyed hanging out with them. Oh, yeah. What a day. I remember being like, get the fuck out of my... All right, you're you're cool. You can hang out. But if you were not cool... Uh, that is a bold subletter move to just let your friends come over and hang out when you're not even there. Right? You're not on that lease. That is, like, know, know thyself. I'm sure they were there together at one point and he probably, like, popped out. But still, I was like, come on, mm-hmm. fuck. But at least they were, like, chill and fun people. But well, that's good. still, only because I'm in a good mood. If I came back in a bad mood, <laughs> you better fucking watch it. <laughs> Predict uh, my the... temperament. <laughs> Strangers. On the 13th of November, you went out to Park Slope to visit Weibo. You gave her a rainbow-colored dog and $100 for Cuba. Aaron and Sam came over to hang. Ton of Chinese and champagne. Oh, so fun. Oh. Oh. Oh, that guy that you hooked up with a couple days ago came over after. Thought he was cute at first, but too much name dropping and word bragging. Oh. What what is word bragging? It's probably weird bragging and bad handwriting. Um. Okay. I believe you. It's your handwriting. I just, to the layman, that would not be weird. Anyway, continue. First of all, I can't believe I ever went to visit, um, you know, my mama again after that really <laughs> horrific time. <laughs> uh, you know uh, what sounds like fun today? Let's go watch my grandma cry again. No, it was no. her birthday on the 11th, I believe. So probably just went for her birthday. Rainbow colored dog. What? I don't know. She loves tchotchkes, like mother, like daughter. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> and yeah the reason we give her money is because she gives it all to cuba brings her joy mm-hmm. any hoozlebees guess that went fine nobody cried wonderful and apparently this grinder guy came back i did not remember this being two different occasions i thought it was one occasion this may have been the night of the thick load no one knows no maybe one knows. no one knows wow twice <laughs> though huh but yeah he was i said this already he just was like i don't know name dropping i was like it's a hookup what is it where i don't this is uh, not an interview right. <laughs> yeah also we've already been naked together once like calm down bro um november 14th did not go to first writers group because i had nothing to share and i slept here's the what i didn't do journal you (laughs) oh you went out to a bar with your musical improv group really enjoyed it hope we evolve into something awesome did you we did we started a team (laughs) oh good (laughs) oh good (laughs) november 15th caught up on the journal then blossom uh my goodness a whole bunch of your friends came it was very fun planning a game night soon wish i could have discounted them more the five finger discount baby (laughs) (laughs) uh you need to get up tomorrow and work out um why why now (laughs) i've been lazy well let's see what happens on the 16th tried to write a memoir essay today it was shit pressured by your i love the term shit it was shit i'm pretty sure i have that draft on a computer somewhere i could pull it up it's not good (laughs) 
but that is like when you take the ego out of it that is one of the most important steps in doing it you got to write so you can mm-hmm. see what's working what's not what is good about it there is if you finished something then that that might be the only thing that's good but the, the fact that it is finished is good and so you can go back and you can decide where it went wrong where how you should have done it what annoys you about your voice what you think has promise in your voice you can't edit an empty page baby <laughs> um november 17th finally worked out you gave money to the doug jones alabama campaign again and encouraged uh family and friends to do the same you actually texted me about that i remember you encouraged me and texted me to do that fat load of good um, that did it was, I mean, it was just like a, a spiritual win. That was it. And then he did not get reelected. Yeah, right. Well, you had a slow Friday at work um, and your coworker encouraged you to try writing 1,000 words a day. That is a tall order. 1,000 words is a lot. 1,000 words is a ton. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you get into a, a flow, that can go pretty quickly. But if you're staring at a blank page and you need to get 1,000 words on it, that feels intimidating. Like, I do think I could do it, but not not in this current state of being i'm already writing all these fucking sketches singing these songs auditioning like when when do i expect myself to find the time to do this i think i have um, unreasonable expectations of myself at this point i i think that getting something done is enough to be proud of like setting arbitrary um like boundaries for yourself that way when you're working full-time and you're also auditioning and gigging and practicing it's you're setting yourself up for failure old michael um november 18th met weebo I love the sentence so much. Met Weibo at the bus stop to Cuba. <laughs> I love how you talk about how she takes a bus to Cuba. She does take the bus to Cuba. She's <laughs> got to take a bus. I think she takes a bus to Florida because she has so many bags. She'd have to buy several plane tickets. Um, mm-hmm. I think my last count was like 11 gigantic duffel bags. I was like, lady, who is helping you? What? Are, what is how? Ha- I just, it was so absurd. Um, but... Uh-huh. I didn't realize it's the same bus she's been taking for decades, and it was a block from my apartment. I was like, oh, my God. Oh, no shit? Yeah. Oh, so that's funny. I went and helped her with some of the bags. Those somehow get on a plane when she gets to Miami, or do they take a boat? They get on a plane somehow. I do not I do not understand the logistics of this. She gets all the okay. shit to Cuba somehow. Um, maybe that's where your $100 were going, just to bribe people to like have way, way too many bags checked. Either toward the goods that were in the bags or to pay people to lift the bags. Like I knew it was absolutely yeah. going to Cuba, that, but that's why I gave her money. <laughs> well, you went home and wrote a long essay about her, maybe for my memoir, Busy Night at Work. My memoir. You don't, I don't think you earn a memoir until you live a little more of a life, you know? Well, I mean, anyone maybe. can. <laughs> yeah. You can write essays about your life without calling it a memoir. I think there's that's a loaded term. That's true. David Sedaris has a bunch of memoirs, but they're just essays from his journal. Yeah. On November 19th, didn't feel great about your improv practice, then didn't go to your other improv practice. Too much on my mind to focus. Ended up having Nick over. That gay you hate. Mm-hmm, the gay I hate. Tried to watch Catch Me, oh, Meet Me in St. Louis, but couldn't find it, so smoked and watched The Craft. That's very different. <laughs> well, you know what they say, if you can't watch Meet Me in St. Louis, watch The Craft. <laughs> the old adage i love the craft it's so camp and gay you've seen the craft right no what i know oh my god it's so good it's so uh, good nev campbell baby uh, baby party of five baby nev campbell yeah. and uh who's that she's got a crazy ass name and only plays crazy characters um she's also in the water boy um she plays nancy i bind you nancy i bind we've you. been down this rabbit hole before you've got to watch the craft man i I compel you. Uh, her name is Feruza Balk. Yes. 
Feruza Balk. Yes, Feruza Balk. Like, that's a normal thing to say. Okay, never in my Don't life. Don't balk at Feruza. <laughs> <laughs> okay, hate you, hate you, hate you. <laughs> November 20th, first music improv with Carly. Haircut at the Best Barber. Or just Best Barber, is that what it's called? Yeah, just Best Barber, not the <laughs> Best Barber. <laughs> Happy with it. Uh, Lady Bird in East Village. Second Lady uh, Bird. Oh, no, this is the restaurant, not the movie. Oh, well, you went to a wine bar first. Amazing fondue and tapas. Ladybird's so good. It's vegan fondue. It's delish. Um, well, then you went to Van Leeuwen's for, and I quote, desert. Uh, watched. <laughs> you know how I remember it now? You always want more dessert. So you put the two S's. Uh, all right. I love that you learned that sometime after 2017. Apparently. <laughs> always learning this one. <laughs> Lifelong learner. Um, so... Uh, after you went to Van Lewin's for Desert, you watched Jim Carrey and Andy Kaufman movie. But oh, so good! What's it called? Man on the Moon, maybe. It's his oh, okay. like the movie about him playing Andy Kaufman. Oh, understood. Okay. Um. All right. November twenty first. Got stuffed. No, got stuffing <laughs> and pie uh. at Whole Foods. Ah. <laughs> uh. You got stuffing and pie at Whole Foods before work. Had to call 15 reservations to cancel them for Thanksgiving because we were way overbooked. Was awful. Oh, no. Yeah, people man. People were going to have Thanksgiving dinner at, at Blossom, Blossom. And you had to call people and cancel 15 people's Thanksgiving plans? Yes, because that restaurant's a fucking mess. And someone just kept booking beyond our capacity. And then I don't know how it landed on me. Oh, I do. My manager was like, by the way, I got to run. Could you call? Just pick 15 parties and tell them uh, they can't come on uh, Thanksgiving. Oh, my God. Vegan Thanksgiving is hard too like these people were absolutely depending yeah, on that very it really sucked i forgot about this it really really sucked oh my god how is their yelp rating i don't know you can check it now <laughs> <laughs> this fussy little faggot michael called me and canceled our thanksgiving what is fussy little faggot from <laughs> just us I think. fussy little faggot <laughs> it's great <laughs> really really hits the ear perfectly uh-huh anyway um you did write uh, fucking blossom. Stressed about this weekend. Gonna sing gorgeous because it's quick and silly. Sing that where? Um, we are gonna find out next week because that is like a month of journal, and that's certainly plenty for this sure. year episode. So tune in next week. My memory is much worse in the more recent history. Like I remember a lot of these old things very well, and recently I'm like, uh-huh. what? I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> well, you also write a lot more specifics. Um, I feel like the longer the journal goes on, the more dense the entries are. So like earlier, you were writing only the big <gasps> stuff, and this is like it wasn't a thick load; it was a dense load. That's why it was a weird thing to oh. say. That's what he said. It was a dense load. Thank you for giving me that word. <laughs> oh well, then of course he swallowed. <laughs> Did that just a dense load just popped into your yes, head? Yes, you said we're... dense. I was like, that was it. Dense. <laughs> that was it. I can never hear the word dense without thinking of my own semen. All right, Mike. Well, that's enough journal for this week. Enough filth for this week. Before we leave, per usual, I'd love to hear from a listener or two. We got a lot of sweet messages again about us ending the podcast. Thank you, everyone. Really appreciate everyone's very sweet words. Um, I'll grab a couple here. This one is from Scott. He says, babes, so sad to hear you're about to finish. And then he did a smirk face. LOL. Uh, (laughs) It's going to be a real lurch not having my two favorite queermos sassing each other while I'm in the gym. I'll miss you both. Also, I'm fairly sure I'll never get that freaking theme song out of my head. (laughs) I hope you don't. And then from Bing, we had a very 
I mean, quite a long message, so I will not read it all. Um, but I'll give you some highlights. Hey, Mike and Cam, can't believe my best friend's journal is coming to an end. It's been my favorite podcast for so long, and I am so not ready to say goodbye to it. I started listening to it when I first came to the U.S. for grad school, and the podcast has helped me learn English. Oh, my God. What? Oh, my God. <laughs> they don't teach you how to properly say butthole in schools. <laughs> <laughs> and he did do he did do like you know alternate and capital and lowercase to to uh, make it very clear what he's trying to uh, say oh no 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 this is like where you don't want to learn english your <laughs> vocabulary is going to be filthy he did say he also gained the education he needed education he needed as a newcomer to the lgbt scene here and then he actually goes into detail about how he invented an app based on our conversations about prep he said it's not easy to remember to take prep every day and he was inspired by this podcast to create an app that's now available on the ios app store it's called hookbook manage sex life um it helps you keep track of who you've had sex with and daily prep use and all that stuff that's pretty cool then he said that is pretty cool anyway thank you for bringing us so much joy and you should know what you guys are doing is truly a life-changing thing at least for me it is love you guys that is so sweet Oh my goodness, that just gave me all the warm and fuzzies. I love that so much. Well, do Bing a favor and go download a hookbook, Manage Sex Life. That's super interesting. I will check it out. Ugh. I can remember the pill. I just, I can't remember all the many liaisons I have. Uh-huh. Unless they unless they compliment your load viscosity. Is density a compliment? Is it like, would you be offended if someone was like, that was a thin load? I guess so, yeah. The, yeah, yeah. Thanks for that thin load. Sounds like a very backhanded compliment. <laughs> All right, Mikey, that does it for this week. If you want more of my best friend's journal, visit us online at mybestfriendsjournal.com. Check us out on Instagram at mbfjpodcast, where you can also shoot us a message. It's our preferred means of communication. Um, and that's the end of the list. Oh, no, you can email us at mybestfriendsjournal at gmail.com. 128 episodes. <laughs> It's like there's always three things. And I'm pretty positive uh, we still have Matt Bomer's abs because you neglected to cancel it. So enjoy that no, for the always. rest of MBFJ. And the rest of the year. All right, Mikey, that does it for this week. Until next time, always remember, if you ever catch Cam in yoga, feel free to come in his hand. <laughs> Dense loads only. <laughs> feel free to come in his hand. Gross. <laughs> That's what you said. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sending you the link. Hold on. How do I send you things on the internet? (laughs) (laughs) Text it to me, Papa.